0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. What is this? The Ungrownups. Ups. Jesus the Ungrownups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to The Ungrownups. Ups. I am uh, Ryan. That over there is Matthew. This is episode 39, which is also called...
1: The 39th episode.
0: That's right. And it's actually technically the 40th episode.
1: Right, because we had episode zero, but right. nobody counts. We're barely even trying to keep track.
0: Well, I mean, we have to... I guess we don't really even need to number and we could just title them.
1: Yeah, or just give them letters or symbols. Yeah. <laughs> The like episode uh, formerly known as Prince, or Musk's uh, kid. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. What is that kid called? Isn't it like the, the airplane thing and the? I don't know what it is.
0: Like just random emojis on the keyboard.
1: Yeah. I, I can't imagine having the logic to go, "Hey, I want my kid to be unique," and then giving them some really messed up name that, while is unique, is just going to handicap them for the rest of their lives. Like, I mean, I went to school with with uh with kids that had creative. Conventional sounding names, but creatively spelled names,
0: like Scrabble grab bag versions.
1: Kinda, yeah. yeah like that's I, always weird. You me. know, in junior high, I went to school with three different summers, and one of them was spelled conventionally. Yeah. One was spelled S O M M A R. I'm and, sorry, what? Yeah, Somar. Okay. Summer. And sure. the other one was spelled S U M M I R, in Sumir. And so they were all you know summers, but uh. every time there was a substitute. Every time it was the first day of class, somebody was reading the name off the list, they would all get their names mispronounced, butchered. So, I mean, if your name well, except is... except for the one. Except for the one, yeah. right. Yeah. And so, if, you know, I, I don't get that whole, my kid is unique and precious, let's give him a name that nobody can properly pronounce without explanation. Everyone is Logic.
0: unique and precious.
1: We all are. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you look at baby names, we're all God's gift. Oh, God. But... Going as far as naming your kid after like an a aircraft and then a couple of symbols and a hyphen is just yeah. really asking for a little too much effort. I'm I, trying to remember what it is. It's, uh,
0: oh man, what is it
1: called? I don't know if you're ever going to remember it. Let, let me, I'm going to look it up. Elon yeah, what, it's, Musk yeah, Kid it's, Name. Well, they
0: they had to change the name too. Because they California was like no. I don't even
1: know how to pronounce it. It's like an X and then like an A E A twelve, but the A E how do you pronounce it? X A I. It's pronounced X Ash A twelve. What? X ash A twelve. But why? Because I don't know. (laughs) It's I mean,
0: I know you don't know, and I know we're both struggling to figure this out. But if anybody out there does know and feels like sending us a an email, please do. not
1: Yeah, because I mean, it's it, it, to me, it's 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 the extreme version of like Christy and all the different ways you can spell it with like a with a C or with a K or with a Y or an I or I E. All those variables, like those are all pretty normal because you can look at it, and go, okay, that's Christy, right? But when you have a name that's just There's a, a dash twelve, yeah, with yes. a symbol. That's just that's Scantron hell when you got to fill out one of those standardized forms. <laughs> well, you
0: can't. Is that a kid or, a, or a, a stock ticker?
1: Well, you know, when he goes into like Disneyland, he's never going to find that personalized plate with his name on it.
0: Well, that's fine. <laughs> Speaking of Disneyland, by the way, uh, I'm going to shift really quick. I heard through the news channels and the the because
1: uh, you're plugged I mean, into the news. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, I read the. Read the the I don't read the Twitter, but you know.
1: The Twitter comes to you. Yes. Yeah,
0: well, so I actually saw it probably on Instagram or something. Um at, through April 1st. California five, channel uh-huh. five, whatever. KTLA. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: KTLA.
0: Uh huh. Uh anyways, yeah. So Disneyland, April 1st. They're saying that may open, but that sounds terrible.
1: April first, I think I saw Universal Disney. I saw also opening day for baseball. Like right. the stadium's gonna be open, but I don't see I didn't see any detail in terms of what Percentage capacity they're opening up to, but the fact that they're opening is promising. But if if it's anything more than twenty five percent capacity, I would think that's almost too much.
0: Yeah, it's also going to be interesting. Like, well, how much are they going to charge? How do you get tickets? How do you? Oh yeah, that's going to be. I'm uh, in
1: no rush to deal with that craziness of, of people just you know swarming to get in. It's like I'll wait till shit calms down and then.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have to go anytime soon, so. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not, not and, but and, I, anyway, I would like to think that it means that things are going to be normal-ish at some point.
1: It, it definitely seems like it. Like I, I was saying before we started hit the record button, I went to Target yesterday, and inside the inside my local Target, there's a CVS pharmacy, so I had to pick up a a prescription that we were getting refilled, and the guy in front of me had just gotten his COVID shot. Like they're actually doing the COVID vaccinations in the local CVS's and the Walgreens and stuff, and that that's. Pretty damn impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess is it though? Because well, I mean, isn't the, that like how that works anyway?
1: Yeah, but I mean, when the when the supplies first became available, like they were doing those those super sites where you oh, had to go yeah, to like right. Angel State or right. Disneyland or the Anaheim Convention Center or or uh, Dodger Stadium, and they were doing it there. So the fact that they have enough quantity available to for someone to go to their local pharmacy and, and get it is kind of cool. This one was the. Uh, the Johnson and Johnson. So that's the the single shot uh, vaccine, which I think is probably going to be the most commonly available just because of the fact it doesn't have to be super uh, refrigerated or, or frozen and you don't have to have that second shot. So I think from a convenience standpoint, that's going to be probably the most likely one that I think I'm going to end up with. I mean, who knows? I mean, I'm not going to turn it down either way. Whatever vaccine is available, that's the one I'm getting but i would think that the odds are i'd probably end up with the the single shot johnson and johnson one but like i got my uh i got my parents set up with their second shot yesterday so they're all free and clear and they didn't have any issues because i guess the, the second shot if you're doing the uh, the pfizer or the or the moderna mm. uh, vaccine like you'll get sore or, uh chills or fever or whatever That's kind of a uh side effect of the second injection but they didn't have any of that so for them, they're they're now in the clear.
0: Yeah, I know somebody that just got their first one. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Somebody went hiking with yesterday, and they <laughs> couldn't lift their arm very well. It was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, because it's 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 like the flu shot, but I guess it's a little bit more sore. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I'll put up with a mild discomfort for a day, just knowing that I don't have to deal or worry about dying from yeah from COVID. When do I don't know when I
0: get to get one? If I'm going I have Kaiser, so who knows.
1: Kaiser does their own uh like I think they're even doing their own vaccine like uh, clinics or whatever where you can schedule an appointment through them but I, last I checked because my dad has Kaiser as well yeah last I checked they were still sticking to that 65 and older uh, criteria and so they might have opened it up to the the phase 1b which is if you're a uh, child care teacher kind of uh. tier us normals we're like phase two so we're still weeks out but now that there's three vaccine variants out there, three different brands, I'm thinking that supply is going to no longer be the choke point. Mm-hmm. So then at that point, it's just a matter of finding somebody that actually has the the time available to jab you in the arm to get it done. Mm. But it's crazy that, you know, for me, and we're coming up on this weird COVIDversary kind of thing where March 12th, 2020 was my last day working in the office. Friday, March 13th was the first day I worked from home. Yeah. And so we're coming up on that one year anniversary and to see, I guess, how far we've come or how far we haven't come in a year. But the fact that we have several vaccines available, that, that the science has proven itself and that they were able to develop this in a relatively short amount of time yeah, is, is promising. Um, it is kind of scary that, you know, you're starting to see things opening up. And in some cases, it might be a little too soon, you know, with... Disneyland, Universal, and theme parks already planning their their spring and summer return to normalcy kind of things, and Texas and Mississippi saying, "Hey, you don't need to wear a mask anymore; you're fine." I I don't know if it's I don't know if we're ready to swing the pendulum back entirely the other direction right now. Yeah, but the fact that at least in California, I think something like twenty five percent or thirty, somewhere around the twenty something percent of all adults have gotten the vaccine already. In the state of California. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. My mom got hers. Yeah?
0: Yeah, she got both of them. That's awesome. Both shots. Were, yeah, I mean, yeah. cool, I guess. I don't know.
1: Is she all excited and she wants to get out and about and visit the grandkids and hang out and no, do she stuff?
0: Didn't. She was, like, funny about it. She just moped at home for... She's she like, laying low when she got it. I guess she didn't She didn't feel great after she got it, maybe. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but she seems to be doing normal. She's going you know, golfing and doing all the normal stuff. She does.
1: Yeah. It, it. I can't... I mean, there are certain things where I can't wait to do them again
0: you know it's weird like okay so like, it's been a year right i kind of just meh
1: but i mean i i can't wait to fly somewhere and go do something like see some place new on a,
0: i see that's what i've been on a plane so for me it's like
1: yeah i've been on a plane plenty but yeah. i haven't been on a plane for now 13 months which is a well, long I mean, time I, I ha-
0: that's what i'm saying like I, when i went to chicago right i flew back so yeah there, yeah i had that
1: you you flew during a pandemic i haven't done that yet
0: yeah yeah and that's you know i would probably get on a plane tomorrow and it doesn't I, I feel yeah. okayish about it, you know? Yeah. I um I mean I'm not saying I'm going out doing anything crazy reckless, but I'm also not like letting I don't know. I've I've done a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean we we've done a fair amount of stuff, I mean there's certain things I'm eating M and M's here. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> No, there are and you know, so the, the to your point, the states that are kind of overly opening up is a little weird but whatever I mean that's it's fine it is what it is um, do you want me to turn your mic off no we no no, no.
1: <laughs> I, I, got the, I got the I got the crispy M&M's they were at the liquor store when I stopped by I am like oh these I'm, are good
0: I have never heard of a crispy M&M
1: they were in a bright green bag and that's why I picked them because they caught my eye does it just have like uh, rice crispy
0: things in it yeah yeah, 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 got yeah. It, okay. uh, so speaking of let's talk about states for a second um, we were talking a little bit earlier actually before we hit record about places uh, and states that you have not been because I am wearing a shirt that says wyoming on it I had to look which is sad <laughs> uh, even though i should know the answer to this right that is really stupid uh but you mentioned you'd mentioned you've never been to wyoming wyoming's yellowstone that's where um jackson hole the grand tetons that's
1: all Wyoming. did you pick up awesome. that shirt on your last trip uh-huh.
0: yep i got it in wyoming uh in cody wyoming in fact nice uh cody's a super cool town uh really cool people yeah there's
1: there's so much of the u.s that i haven't seen yet
0: yeah well, so the point of me talking about this is that there, I have been now to all fifty states. Have you really? Yeah, Alaska was the last one, uh, which is super cool. But there's still a bunch of stuff I want to see, and a lot Within of it's random ass and... places. Like, as an example, um, oh man, it is Anamosa, Iowa, is a place that I want to go. And yeah, exactly. Um,
1: Anamosa, that just Anam- sounds so just generic.
0: Anamosa, Iowa, uh, it is the home of the National Motorcycle Museum.
1: There's a Dusenberg Museum, I think, out in Iowa, too. I remember seeing, it, like, signs oh, for it when I drove, yeah. drove around. But, yeah.
0: And then there's, like, you know, there's some cool museums throughout the country. And, actually, I had thought about driving uh, when I went on my, um, the trip across Nevada. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll go to the National Motorcycle Museum. And, and then I realized that I was kind of far to drive to, man. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's not a... Well, it, it's not super close. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's strange when you think about it, because, I mean, we're so used to being able to just fly everywhere, but you realize when you're flying how much of the U.S. you're skipping.
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's it's 27 hours to drive to Anamosa, Iowa.
1: And how many hours do you think you'd spend in the museum? Two? Three? Four. Four. Maybe. Yeah. So you got 54 hours of driving round trip for a, a four hour. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Or.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or it's a five hour flight.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing is like, oh, that's not too bad. And then I'm sure airfare is probably cheap enough because
0: $272, according to this website I'm looking at. That's not bad. Uh, so it's, but it goes through, I mean, you go through California, the bottom of Nevada, Utah, Colorado, uh, what state is that? Like into Nebraska, right? And then into yeah. Iowa. So it, it would be a pretty cool little drizive.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's it's that's one of the reasons why we're planning our little Arizona adventure was to get in the car and drive just to kind of see the stuff that you would miss yeah. flying over. But it's also like, I mean, I've lived in Southern California my entire life, and I've never been to the Grand Canyon. So some of this is just checking off items of like, yeah, I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Uh, no, my parents, oh. I, I, I kind of questioned my childhood and thinking like, why, why would my parents never want to go to the Grand Canyon for like, the Hoover Dam? I did when I was. Uh, Went on my own, not with my family. Hmm. That's and that's the thing is like I'm, I'm looking at my, my looking back at my childhood. You know, we went camping in the local mountains, um, but we never road tripped anywhere. We wrote, our biggest road trip as a kid was driving from Southern California up to like Sacramento. Like right. that was it. Like I've never done like a cross country road trip.
0: Yeah. With my parents, and I don't think we did. I mean, I didn't do cross country trips with the family, but yeah. I've done them on my own.
1: Like my yeah right, and that's the thing is like I think now as as a parent. These are the things that I'm going to, that that we're doing. I mean, we, we've driven fair fair amount of places. We've driven up the uh, California into Oregon, into Washington. So we've done kind of the West Coast road trip stuff. Uh-huh. We've driven to Scottsdale before with Grayson because we went to Barrett Jackson. And him as a, I think, what was he, five? Uh-huh. He tried bidding on a couple of cars. He tried bidding on a Ford GT for my wife. Luckily, we weren't registered bidders, so his hand raising got the attention of the auctioneer, but... He just laughed and just yeah. pointed to somebody else. But so we've road tripped some places, but I think we're really looking forward to going to finally see the Grand Canyon, going to Sedona. Those are two places I have not been yet in Arizona. I've been to Flagstaff, yeah. I've been to Tucson, I've been to other parts of it, but it's Prescott. it's
0: kinda of like Prescott's cool. Whiskey I, Rose is really nice.
1: Yeah, but the thing is is like I've usually like when I'm in places, a lot of times it's it's work related. So I'm there for something else and I'll get a chance to explore a little bit. Yeah. But not you know, my my time isn't free. You know, yeah, I have right, to be somewhere.
0: So it's like I've been to Washington D.C. Yeah. several times, and I've literally never seen a monument.
1: Yeah, I, I was there. For I many. had a chance to to actually check this stuff out. I was out there for Halloween, like three years ago. or something. I mean, I ago.
0: probably could have, but I was so tired. You know, I'd yeah. just go back and go to bed.
1: And so that's why you know this 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 road trip that we have got going uh, out to Arizona, we're, we're looking forward to it because again, it's it's this idea of adventure, and that's yeah. the thing we've been missing the most is. The sense of adventure, the sense of discoveries, the sense of experiencing something new that we haven't done before. Right.
0: Yeah, that was uh, you know I had that Sedona trip plan that ended up not coming to fruition, but yeah. uh, part of that was going to go. We were going to go out, or I was going to go, whatever, out of my way to go yeah. to uh, to Horseshoe Bend and like a few other places. I know it's like super Instagram-y, but it's a really pretty spot. So yeah, that would have been cool. Like
1: we we've, we've got um, an ATV um, adventure planned, and literally this one is it's not one of those. Um, group tours where you're in a pack of like you know 10 people riding along literally they just throw you the keys throw you a map and say all right here are some local trails see you in three hours it's kind of weird kind of awesome though
0: but also what happens like if something happens they don't know where to find you
1: yeah but i guess you're within only if they're if you're on the trails they give you you can only go so far yeah
0: well i was actually uh last time i was in sedona would have been just over a year ago i guess and um uh yeah, it was over a year ago because I was in the Colorado still. And uh I think they have these like um modified Jeeps that have weird like seating in them and oh, they, yeah, they yeah. do a bunch of like jeep of
1: tours. Pink ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And they were, you know, parking all over the place and telling people about stuff and I was just like just go. Yeah. Away. Leave me alone.
1: Yeah, so we're looking forward to doing the A T V tour thing. Uh we're doing a, a glass blowing adventure. Like Grayson's gonna get to go blow some glass and make a paperweight or an ashtray or whatever you blow glass into. We did glass blowing and melting and stuff in my science class in high school. Yeah. And and, and it's something that like Jeanette's done before, but because Grayson, he's, he'll be turning 11 on this trip. And so now he's kind of at that age where he's old enough to kind of do it because otherwise he's too young to be around molten glass. And so, it should be a an interesting adventure so we we've, we've got a couple of things planned and so it's again it's just this i've never been i'm looking forward to seeing yeah, yeah, something new sure. and so it's just and i think a lot of it that that i miss is the the anticipation you know some of the fun of the vacation is the planning and then just the looking forward to having you have that date set you've got it as like a a Yep. as a carrot you yeah. know it's as, as a motivating point so basically if i can get through the bullshit that it will be march yeah then come april
0: yay i can go adventure sometimes that carrot gets ripped away from you
1: it does it does but you know for, <laughs> for <laughs> but these and dates that's are all set i'm gonna say about that they're, they're all booked and same uh, but you yeah know, shit i know happens, right? i know shit so. happens but it, at least it's it's something that you know we're all looking forward to like my my wife is going through yelp Finding mm. restaurants and little hole-in-the-wall places to check out and yeah, try while yeah. we're out there. and How doing long are you also. going for? It'll be uh, 10 days. Oh, that's cool. I need to figure something out.
0: I need to go somewhere do something. and
1: yeah. Well, you still got that Amtrak reward. Just burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, that I have to use soon, actually. Can you take the train to Iowa? Yeah, but why would you? Because there's a motorcycle museum out there. No right, but
0: okay, <laughs> okay. I feel like we've talked about this. It is miserable. I know. I guess I could just go to Fullerton four hundred times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know where
1: to go. Did, can you read? Is it a gift card? No. It's a gift. All, a, it, no. I, uh, uh, no. Is there like an Am? Is there an Amtrak gift shop online where you can buy like no. swag and get your like?
0: Maybe, but no. no I'm on it's the, the train all, gang. No, it's just like credit that oh.
1: expires
0: how, how long super do you, messed up how
1: long does it expire or how it long a until- year to use it so you're coming up on that
0: yeah that's what i'm saying so oh, it may not get used at all
1: can you sell it like you know online people sell like gift cards with like remaining balance so they have like a 50 dollar gift card you'll no sell clue. for like 30 bucks no idea that'd be interesting who the hell would want it there's trained people but yeah i i don't know
0: i i have no clue either um I'm trying not to worry about it, but I did. Um, so I have not been doing anything crazy interesting, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, but I did go. I went on a pretty decent hike yesterday, just over I think like seven and a half miles or something like that. Black Star like, Canyon.
1: Is it a flat hike? I don't know what.
0: It's not super hard at all, but then you get so you it's kind of a flat, wide road, and then you get out to the spot where you drop down into the canyon, and it's pretty. Is it scenic or what's? The... Oh yeah, it's really pretty. You're like along a a river. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that- it's stream. I would say, and then you get uh, you get to a certain part. You got to scramble up and you know climb some rocks and stuff. It's fun. I mean, it's a cool little just to get out, and that was nice to do that. And
1: how long did it take you to do the seven miles?
0: Uh, we're out there for like three and a half hours. It's not too bad. No, not too bad at all. And I yeah. went and got uh went to this new uh this is my third time there. 1886. It's a new uh new little restaurant downtown or here in Old Town, owned by the same folks that own Smoke Barbecue.
1: Okay. Yeah. What's 1886 refer to?
0: Yes. Huh. It's, it's, four, it's four numbers. Yeah. To, to create one bigger number.
1: Yeah. I didn't know if something happened oh, in 1886. I have, I have no freaking clue. Or... Yeah.
0: I don't think it has any. Well, I mean, I'm sure it has something to do with something, but I don't know what yeah. it is. The building's really cool. The though, guy turned
1: 18 in 1986? Maybe. Like...
0: It's a um, It's a former, well, like most things down here, they're all antique shops right. at this point, right? But the, all the woodworking and stuff on the outside of the building's super, super cool. Oh, I understand. Yeah. So it's a neat little building. So
1: the The guy, guess, the guy behind 1886, was behind Smoked Barbecue, which is a yeah. great barbecue joint. So is this a barbecue? It is an
0: okay barbecue joint.
1: Yeah, no, it's yeah, pretty good. it's it's good. It's, it's, it's had not, its moments, yeah, but yeah, yeah.
0: But is this a barbecue related? No, no, no. It's like uh gastro pubby. Okay. Um. I, yeah, I'm gonna look up. I don't know why it's called 18 1886 Brewing Company is what it's actually called.
1: Okay, so did you get some beer?
0: Yeah, they have their own beer, and they are...
1: I would hope so. as a brewing
0: company. Well, so, interestingly, they did not have guest taps, and now they do. Um, oh, okay. So, well, that's kind of interesting. You can be a VIP there. What What do you get for a VIP? Don't know. It says, uh,
1: receive updates
0: on special events, new menu items, menu reviews, and more. So, basically, spam.
1: You'll get spam so for being a VIP. Like. Yeah. I, uh, I went to a new place yesterday, too, down in uh, Dana Point in Southern California. So, Dana Point's a nice little coastal beach town. And uh, to so where Dana
0: Point? Dana yeah, Point, Dana Point's
1: cool. Yeah, and uh, it's one of those things where I'm scrolling through social media and I see like a sponsored post or an ad, and it's this place called Rad Brat or Rad Brat. I'm like, what the hell? It's got rad in the name, so I'm already intrigued. So I click on it, and it's basically like a hot dog joint with 25 different beers on tap, and they've got a bunch of different hot dogs on the menu. And I'm so,
0: like, okay, there used to be one here, uh, uh called Link. It's yes. like basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, also, really quick, 1886 was only doing their own beers at first and hard, had hardly anything, but now they've got uh, Brewery X as guest beer.
1: Ooh. I don't know Brewery X, So
0: They're over there.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, so it's another Old Town Orange brewery. No, no, no brewery. no. brewery
0: X is in, like, Anaheim. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, or it's, I don't know, fucking Anaheim.
1: So, yeah, so this is basically just, like, a little hipster coffee, or not coffee, a beer and Hot dog joint. Did you
0: ever go to the one that was here? Yeah, I, I've been to Links. Yeah. I wonder what happened. Like, well, I mean, I know what happened. It went out of business, but I wonder why.
1: Yeah, that's that's the hard thing to figure out. Is like, it's one of those things where, what's the joke? Is if you want to make you know, money at a restaurant, it's like you start with a bunch of money, you make a little bit of money after. It's, they're all money bits, basically. Yeah, yeah, right. right.
0: The profit margins aren't like great, but the uh well, now it's a um buttermilk fried chicken place, yes. and it's not good. I uh, don't think it's good.
1: Yeah, I would rather have a hot dog than buttermilk fried chicken. Yeah, well, especially from that point. <laughs> Yeah, so so this this Rad Brat place uh, down in Dana Point opened during this pandemic. So I think they've only been open for a couple of months. Yeah. Um, but they had a huge outdoor patio that's part of the, the restaurant already. And then they took over a bunch of parking spots in front uh, with one of those uh, big white tent things and tables outside. Super busy? It was, we went for lunch and they, yeah, I mean, they're, there were some tables still open, but it was a good good turnout. I mean, they, they must have had maybe I would say about thirty or forty tables between the the two patios. That's a decent number. Yeah, and and I would say about ninety percent of them were occupied. Um, I went with the LA street dog because you can't really beat a bacon wrapped hot dog. Um so that that was actually pretty good. They have good.
0: different like uh like different types of Meat. Yeah,
1: different different types of sausages they also have like burgers and salads and 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 other items but um, what about
0: like uh exotic type meats
1: I don't know I didn't peruse the menu you know closely enough to see yeah. if they have like ostrich sausage or something What's it like called? that rad brat so radbrat.com and uh so like my I met up with a buddy and he had the the pretzel dog huh so it was like a pretzel bun with like the pretzel cheese so that looked a little interesting but um yeah, it was it was a nice, a nice leisurely Saturday lunch outdoors, and it's kind of just a nice change of pace. I mean, it's been a while since I've actually had a chance to actually eat at a restaurant, and so it it was it was a good time to catch up with some friends and and just kind of chat.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like they have anything like crazy. Well, I mean. Well, nothing like uh, exotic meat. Like this regular bratwurst.
1: And Is butthole not exotic Portuguese enough for sausage. you? sausage. No, there's no buttholes in these things, man. <laughs> it's on. all sausage. It's all a
0: hoof and <laughs> pretzel dog. You get a a Chicago dog, a buffalo dog, a petrani dog.
1: The buffalo dog isn't made with buffalo, though.
0: No, it's not. That's well, yeah. It's just a random dog. All right. Well, now I'm hungry.
1: Now you're hungry. Yeah.
0: Although I would hungry. you like a crispy M&M? I would not. Thank you. Though. Um
1: <laughs> so, so terrible.
0: Uh, I, I think it's interesting that, you know, the people that are opening restaurants right now, and it's crazy. There's a, a, I had a burger from a food truck last week, and I'm trying to remember what it was called. It was pretty decent, um, good burger. But they had just the, opened. The food like, truck
1: thing makes kind of sense, even in a pandemic, because of the fact they're mobile. They don't. Well, do right,
0: food, but, but they, they were saying like that just kind of started as a dude making burgers for friends in the backyard, and then they recently opened a truck. Oh wow! Yeah, which is kind of cool.
1: I've heard like opening a food truck is actually a pretty expensive like, proposition.
0: Yeah, it's not cheap. Like
1: surprisingly, like, yeah. I wouldn't think. But the truck itself is quite expensive.
0: Yeah, and you can't, like, it's a thing, too, where you, you you can't just park it at your house. Like, it has to go to an actual, like, special yard that's essentially because it's, you know. Water. Yeah, commercial. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. I mean.
1: Yeah, I've always joked about opening up a food truck that served nothing but knockoffs of the Chick-fil-A menu. And I would only be in the truck on Sundays, and I would just park in all Chick-fil-A. the. Chick-fil-A? Yep. Yeah. Because okay. for whatever reason, I only crave Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. Okay. Like, I I don't know if it's subconsciously. I know I can't have it, but I am like, oh, you know what sounds good? Some nuggets. And they're like, oh, it's Sunday. Damn it. So do it. Well, yeah, but we just talked about how damn expensive the food trucks are. Well, yeah, but I mean. (laughs) I have to do the numbers to figure out if it's profitable to actually pay for a truck to be open just one day a week. I would do
0: it and then just park there all the time.
1: And you have to come up with some name that reminds you of Chick-fil-A without really saying Chick-fil-A not fillet. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to come up with some sort of some name that it just moo fillet. You... <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, but that would be pretty funny. Or we'll just call it my pleasure chicken. Uh, okay. Well, cuz every time you go and tell them thank you, they always say my pleasure. Ah, chicken with a smile. Mm-hmm.
0: Um I have contemplated a food truck before. I think it'd be cool, but not super profitable.
1: No, because I've always watched like those the food ne- the food TV Food Network sh- challenges, like the food truck challenges yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff. It just seems like way too much work.
0: Well, I mean, I sure be really. Oh wow, I'm sorry. Thank oh you. man, <clears throat> uh, I am having the laziest day today. I have done nothing all day. It's a lazy Sunday. I got, wrong with on, that. I got up out of bed at like ten. Yeah, and quite frankly, I could probably take a nap, and I don't even take naps.
1: Naps are interesting. Like I, I was never a fan of them.
0: They give me I I wake up feeling worse and I get a headache and I feel like crap.
1: I don't ever have that except I I the the worst part about a nap is if you don't wake up when you think you're going to wake up and you end up sleeping for like 3 hours and then yeah. you have no idea what time it is. That's the worst part. Oh, of you're so
0: disoriented. Yeah. Discombobulated, if you will.
1: Yeah, you look at the clock and it says 6 and you don't know if it's AM or PM.
0: So even my watch is like, dude, are you dead? <laughs> it's like, "Hey, so you you haven't done anything today. You've gone. Are, are you okay?" Yeah, I um I will probably... I mean, I got to do something. I'll go for a walk or something.
1: Yeah, we edited it early. We went for a walk around the block and picked up some groceries. Went over to uh, Trader Joe's this morning, and we've kind of got the routine figured out. If you go up early enough on a Sunday morning, you can pretty much walk right in, get your grocery shopping done, and you'll walk right yeah. out. And so we did that this morning at Trader Joe's, and then we went over to um, the local pavilions, and out front there was a bunch of girls, um, I guess collecting food for a food pantry for a yeah, food yeah, bank yeah. and we've run into them in the past. And so we just, uh, needed to pick up a couple of things. And so the $20 or $30, buy them like, some cans. Basically. Yeah. yeah. We, we needed like maybe $30 worth of groceries. We spent about 120 bucks and, and we donated 80, $90 worth yeah, of yeah. food. But, uh, it's always kind of fun because the list changes. So sometimes you look at it and you're like, Oh, they need peanut butter. I'm like, all right, they're getting peanut butter or yeah. whatever. But it's always kind of fun to just see what kind of stuff you can buy. And, um, the reason why we had so much fun doing it is, um, it's now Monopoly season. It's the shop play win that I, I always
0: tell them I don't want those things.
1: Local, yeah, you know I, I never wanted them either. But when you have a kid at home yeah. that finds the game pieces kind of fun, sure. And is but then does
0: he like collect them? And do you ever win anything?
1: You it's all electronic now. So even though they they give you like a paper game piece, you yeah. you tear it open and you get like a barcode and you scan it with the app. And the app keeps track of all the game pieces. So oh,
0: okay. So you don't have to hold on to. You
1: them. don't have to hold on to them physically, and so uh, Grayson just has. Remember when it was like the sticker? Had yeah, yeah, yeah. And you
0: put it on an actual
1: game board, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So they, they've gone. They've taken it all digitally now. Oh. And so sounds it, less interesting. <laughs> it sort of is because it's less tangible.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't remember what. Piece so okay. You're... Anyways, back to the question: Did you ever win anything, or have you? won anything yet
1: today we won a uh, free package of floss so yes we <laughs> have wait, let won. me ask
0: let me rephrase the question have you won anything that isn't dental floss
1: yeah it's usually just like food items like a free bottle of this or a free package of this is there stuff you want it's stuff we would eat it's it's mostly like the albertson's vaughn's pavilion's store, yeah. store branded
0: stuff wasn't that like didn't they used to have money or something that like you could win money
1: yeah, I think it's like the McDonald's thing. It's like they yeah. would give out money and stuff. Did you ever um, watch that show about the McDonald's one? Yes, that whole documentary about how the the company that was printing the game pieces and the security guy was the oh. one that was stealing the pieces and giving that to friends and family.
0: I only made it like three episodes or whatever. Couldn't couldn't watch it.
1: It got better. I remember that. It t- it, it was a slow buildup, but
0: well, I mean, it was it was just I don't know. It wasn't as uh, engaging as I thought it was. it was. Really slow and like just. You don't need, what is it, 10 episodes or eight? Whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. Like, You could have just told me in 30 minutes.
1: True. Well, yeah. most documentaries are kind of like that. I, mean, I didn't you, need it,
0: all the rigmarole and the pomp and circumstance.
1: It made for an interesting viewing. And during I mean, a pandemic, what the hell is I mean, you doing? Yeah, not that. Yeah. I not do that. So anyways, because of, because of Monopoly and this food pantry dr- uh, drive that we're doing, we kind of had fun trying to maximize our Monopoly game points. Yeah and minimizing our spend and maximizing the, the purchase value so like um like Kraft mac and cheese it was if you one box was like a buck 50 but if you bought five boxes they were 89 cents a piece and they were like a, a triple monopoly game piece thing so we're like oh let's do that and so weird. how do you know that
0: does it tell you in the... on
1: the on the price tag it showed oh, like if you buy this and do yeah, that yeah 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 so we were kind of walking around doing doing that kind of stuff um so we what are you going to do with 30 boxes of mac and cheese? Well, we do it all. Oh, got it. Yeah, so that was the thing. It was like, it was how do we maximize our donation to this food bank at the same time as how do we get Grayson as many game pieces as possible so he can waste an hour tearing all the pieces open and scanning them on his iPad yeah. to collect the points. So it was really just kind of the, the gamification of shopping. But it, it killed an hour this morning, so it was kind of fun.
0: Yeah, I was probably asleep.
1: You were probably sleep, and that was like that was our our charitable uh, deed for the week. So and, now we can be assholes and know that we bounce it out,
0: which is karmically uh, actually crazy. Because I'm I, mean, I usually get up fairly early, uh, you know. Sundays, Sundays Even on are, a Sunday, I get up pretty early.
1: Sundays, I think, are the day I sleep in the latest. And yeah, by that I mean I'm maybe in bed till eight. Yeah, usually it's I get up like around seven, seven thirty.
0: Yeah, I mean I went jeez dude I am exhausted I was so tired (laughs) doing nothing it turns out is really tiring it's really Um, tiring no I went had gone to dinner last night and probably had one too many beers here Uh, we are where'd you go to dinner Uh, I went to wing nuts had chicken wings boneless no regular bone in (laughs) did
1: you do like spicy or what's what's your wing type I guess I really like is that a question I like
0: lemon pepper and, um, okay. uh, I like Frank's red hot. They've got a, a really nice dry uh, five pepper that I like. You know, they could, you know, I do spicy stuff, but I like dry rubs.
1: I'm just not a fan of like wing joints, like wing stop or Why? buffalo wild wings. What they do to
0: you. Buffalo wild wings not great.
1: Well, I, I don't know. It just chicken wings, it's like I I think the 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 yield of meat versus effort. Like I would just rather have a you know, a fat piece of chicken rather than just well, trying you to You could get,
0: just get boneless ones or strips or whatever.
1: Yeah, but then at that point, why are you going and getting it at a wing spot? Because maybe you like their flavors. Maybe.
0: Maybe you don't. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. What I, about uh, what about the Popeyes? The Popeyes uh, spicy strips?
1: I, I did do the Popeyes chicken sandwich a couple of months ago, but the nearest Popeyes to my house is about 20 minutes away.
0: Oh, well, okay, so DoorDash it or something.
1: No, I, well, I, yeah. I, I did an online order, drove yeah. over and picked it up oh. and, and avoided the line. What did you
0: get? You got that sandwich?
1: I, yeah, because oh, okay. that was during that whole hype of the spicy chicken sandwich Was it thing. good? I've
0: never had it. It was pretty good. Yeah? But I mean,
1: it's, how do you fuck up a sandwich? It's just, you know, fried you bread. You'd be chi-
0: surprised. Yeah, but I mean, it's. You would be surprised. People can screw it up. I actually will admit. You've screwed up a sandwich? I had Popeye's for lunch today. Yeah? Yeah. Where's the nearest one out here? spicy, so I don't know told the uber eats to go get it for me and actually so normally i would i would doordash dude this is how lazy i felt today normally i would doordash something uh but doordash it's actually pretty funny their app so you, you know you have to select right spicy or mild uh, do you want ranch like the, right, all that right. stuff right but the app uh doesn't even when you select it doesn't recognize that you've made a selection so you can't add it to the cart uh, so the... i had to use uber eats which means i paid way too much money
1: where's the nearest popeyes though Mm. overall oh, 17th and, and uh
0: Maine or something like that and so you didn't want
1: to and you didn't want to drive over there and pick it up dude lazy i know but you're not cooking it that's i mean you've already saved no, yourself I have, some effort
0: i had no desire <laughs> you didn't want to put my pants automobile. on no and i i probably won't drive anywhere <laughs> today
1: yeah
0: i mean I, i'll I want to go. I'll probably go for a ride. Yeah,
1: I mean, if it wasn't for coming here, we wouldn't have driven anywhere today. We just walked everywhere. It's, it's Sometimes it's kind of nice to be able yeah. to park the car and just kind of get around on foot and just get some exercise. Yeah, and then... I'll,
0: I'll probably go. I'll get one of the motorcycles out today.
1: All right. Yeah. Which one are you going to get?
0: I don't know. Probably the Ducati.
1: Do you ever just make the split decision when you open the garage and look and go, whichever you catch your eye on first?
0: No, because I usually, like, I've got... Uh, no, I usually kind of know. Do you have
1: to get the... Do you have all the keys on the same keychain, like so? You, no matter what, you can get into whatever bike you want, or do you have to grab the no, specific a, key? Yeah, get the
0: right. And the BMW is a keyless.
1: Ooh, fancy! Is it? It's kind of annoying.
0: I wish it didn't have that. Is it? Yeah. Well, just because.
1: How do you start it? Do you have to like? Just press a button.
0: Like, you, there's a ignition on button, and then okay. you press the start button.
1: All right. Yeah. So what makes it so much of a pain in the ass? Just the fob itself. No, just
0: like what happens when it doesn't work in the middle of nowhere.
1: Have you had that problem? No. Oh, but you're just <laughs> not yeah,
0: wood. But still, I mean, that's, you know, that wouldn't be a good thing.
1: Well, if you're looking for other things to do while you're... Actually, you're I, need being... to, I need to drop it off at Earth Stever.
0: I think I've talked about this already. Yes. It needs a 30,000-mile service. I'll get to it, okay, everybody? Do it'll you have, happen.
1: Are you over 30,000 miles already? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: How far past? Oh, no, my, like, it might be 30,000 and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like that.
1: As I was gonna say, if, you, if, you're, if you're still lazy and you're looking for other things to do, we watched Coming to America last night. And that's the sequel. Because
0: it's coming the number two. To
1: America. America. Yeah, it's so clever. They couldn't just call it coming to America 2. That's something. on Amazon Prime. Yeah.
0: Same characters.
1: Same characters. And that was actually the best part of the movie was everybody in the first movie pretty much is in the second movie. So like Louis Anderson is in this one. Like, just all the characters. I remember liking
0: the first one, but I don't really remember enough about it. I'd probably have to watch it again. And I'll be honest with you, man. My attention span is not good enough to watch a movie anymore.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you could just put it on in the background and be on your computer doing other things. I mean, it's not... When you've watched it, yeah. it's not like you have to give it 100% of your attention to, to brush up on or familiar, familiarize yourself with the plot points. Yeah, but, I guess that's fair. But the first one, of the two, the first one is still better. Uh, the second one is all right. There's a, there's a lot of callbacks to the first movie. And just, it was fun seeing the characters again. Um, like, you know, Eddie Murphy plays 27 different characters. He plays the the pastor. He plays the musician. He plays, you know, half the dudes in the barbershop. And yeah. so seeing all of those characters kind of uh, uh, reappear in the sequel was actually kind of nice. I wonder, sorry,
0: I wonder why they made it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess especially now, right? Like, why did it take so long? If you're going to make a sequel it's to been that 30 movie,
1: plus years, yeah, why yeah. now?
0: And I would I, always like, it would be interesting to get the the scoop on that part of it. Like, what, what was the motivating factor behind it taking so damn long?
1: Yeah. It, it, and maybe it was just, it, sometimes they say, you know, the script, you know, they, they didn't come across a script that was good enough. And I think in this case, somebody else was talking about doing a sequel and Eddie Murphy heard about it. He was like, well, if we're going to do a sequel, it's got to be done. My way or this way or whatever. Well, wait, what do you mean? Who else would do it? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Well, you yeah, do, but, you they would have so made a
0: sequel without Eddie Murphy.
1: No, no. But I mean, maybe the, you know, a screenwriter was, oh, guys, I see you know, what without- you're saying.
0: Okay. Because otherwise it's not coming to America. Yeah. It's just a different movie.
1: Right. And this it's,
0: which by the way, Hollywood, if you're listening,
1: don't be afraid to make a different movie.
0: Let's try something new. Yeah. Yeah. Look, can we stop remaking stuff I heard like they're going to redo back to the future.
1: That was a no. rumor.
0: Nah, that was a rumor. With uh, that Spider-Man kid. No. Yeah. No. I swear. I'm saying no. I know I you're say saying no. no, but that's what they were talking about. Yeah.
1: So, like, this this movie was, it was a, I, I would Tom not. Tom
0: Holland confirmed in February of 2020 that there will be, well, that there are talks about making it.
1: They confirmed that they're talking. Yeah. Yay. So- I, okay, but I'm just <laughs> telling you.
0: And then as late as November of 2020, there's an article that says uh, they are still talking. They're just casting it.
1: Interesting. So this movie I would not have paid to see in the theaters. So Coming to America was fine. You know, Amazon Prime, great. It's it's lighthearted. It's fun. It doesn't really stand on its own. So if you haven't seen the first one, this one, it it works okay. But a lot of the characters that, that it brings back from the first movie you know you, without that that reference point these characters don't really mean anything to you in the sequel you know it's just oh this is just random old dude in a barber shop yeah you know so there are some things that are kind of weak about it, it well is, hang
0: on so in the movie he comes to america and then he's in america
1: this one he has to go back to america because he finds out that he has a son
0: i didn't know he left
1: yeah, because at the end of the movie he gets in the the end of the original one, he gets married and goes back to his to his country. Oh, I don't remember at all. Yeah. And so but so it was a nice way to spend an hour and a half.
0: Isn't is is back to the future. Screw you, Eddie.
1: What? I mean not
0: back to the future, coming to America.
1: No, I don't remember.
0: Mm. All right. Never
1: mind. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that line yeah. in that all one. Right. But uh yeah, it was a... Uh, it was an okay way of spending a, a a Saturday evening. Was it though? Comparing the all, yeah, I mean, it was fine. it, yeah. it was it was fun. It was lighthearted. But again, it, I'm just glad it wasn't. I wasn't spending you know 15 bucks a person to see it in a movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, like I don't think it would have done well had it actually been out in the theaters.
0: I have not watched a movie in quite a long time we I've been watching... I watched uh, all the episodes of Faster with Finnegan recently. Yeah. yeah. That's a good show.
1: That was a good... Did you watch the... Uh, what was it? The... Uh, the... What the hell? The Skid Plate. Skid Plate. Yeah, racing. that's
0: the one I just watched. That uh, one was pretty yeah. fun. I want to yeah. do that one. That looks super fun. Okay, so for those of you that have no idea what the hell we're talking you about... You get a cheap? There is a... Well, there is a show on... It's on Motor Trend TV, but I don't know if it's on... It's probably on YouTube, right? It used to be on YouTube. Uh, no, so, it might
1: be Discovery Channel and then Motor Trend or On something Demand. Like that. Yeah. So,
0: uh Mike Finnegan is a editor. He is an editor for Hot Rod magazine, and he has a show called Faster with Finnegan, where they basically go do something, some type of like race deal or whatever against somebody else, and then they try to make their vehicle faster. At any rate, they did they did skid plate racing, where you take a front wheel drive car, take the wheels off the back, bolt on basically like a ski that they built, and then you just go slide all over the place with the handbrake on.
1: It's basically a steel wheel where they they bolt on a flat metal plate, right? with the handbrake on the rear wheels don't spin obviously yep. and they just slide around because it's front wheel drive that looks awesome yeah and it just looks like so much fun and they do it in Irwindale so up in LA was um, that
0: where that was? I wasn't paying attention well that's not where this oh you're saying filmed, that they do oh yeah yeah, yeah they actually that, yeah, do skid right, plate right. racing
1: in Irwindale, right. California
0: right that would be really fun
1: and it's it's a thing that I know kids did when I was in high school we used to
0: do it traying we called it
1: yes you would get the fast food tray the plastic tray that your food came out on you would drive your your cheap little Econo box onto it. Much like the one driving by right now. Yes. You yeah. would drive onto it with your rear wheels and then pull the, the parking brake yep. so that the rear wheels wouldn't spin, holding the, the trays in place. And then with your front-wheel drive car, you could spin around. And, the, of course, the rear end wants to just... Fling out! It just I didn't wants to have drift.
0: a front wheel drive car, so it was always somebody else's car that I was using, which, which is, is even better. Yeah, which is way better. Yeah, and yeah. it's not my not my thing to break, which is super rad. Um, but yeah, it does look like a freaking ride. The
1: idea of drifting it like in a full size car looked like so much fun, and that, yeah, that that's something we need to do. We need to figure out how to do it.
0: Uh, like if, if, you know, like maybe, I think like, we need like three hundred bucks.
1: That's what I'm thinking because like yeah. demolition derbies and stuff, you can buy a you know cheap car and they will do it, like at the fairgrounds. Yeah like during the uh, Orange County Fair or whatever. Right, right, right. And for a couple hundred bucks, you get a car and you can drive around and bash into the people. So. I've never
0: had a desire to do Demolition Derby. No, but. but skid Plate looks. Skid Plate skid, racing looks. Skid Plate skid racing? Skid Plate. Skid Plate racing? Skid plate racing? racing? Yeah. Yes. Whatever that is. It looks cool. Cool beans, bro.
1: Yeah, that one was a, a fun episode to watch. And, you know, Grayson and I were watching it and all the drifting. And so Grayson's got a crazy cart. Um, yeah, it's, it's made by the company that makes the Razor scooters, like those metal metal. Is it the same company? Same company. Oh, I did not know that. So well, I guess I knew that. All those okay. uh, aluminum folding Razor scooters that you see kids pushing around with, they also make a bunch of electric ride-on toys. And one of them is what they, they call an electric Razor, I think. Yeah, like full... Yeah, yeah. They have they have Maybe some dead. pricier pricier items. They even have like electric, um, like dirt bike looking things. I mean, they're they're styled yeah. to look like a dirt bike, yeah, but they're yeah, just yeah. electric two wheel to- bikes. But they make what they call a a crazy cart. And it's got a single... With a K? No, no, with C's. Is it it right? I like
0: it with K. It's better.
1: Crazy cart! Yo! It's got a a single wheel up front. So kind of like the skid plate racing, the drive wheel is up front and there's caster wheels on the back. And you can pull a handle to... To elevate the rear, so it's it changes the caster angle, but you can slide around, and so you're drifting with your rear. But it's end.
0: another wheel, right? Basically, yeah. Okay, got it.
1: So you're so you're sliding around corners, and then whichever direction you point the front wheel, that's your direction of travel. Which makes sense. So that's it's, how it works. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. really fun to play with. Have you driven it? I've driven it. Yeah. I'm a little big for it, but from a height point of view, yeah, like leg span because oh, you're yeah, sitting yeah. on it. The seats fixed. They don't they make a big one they make a Crazy Cart XL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Crazy Cart weighs about like maybe 40, 50 pounds. Uh-huh. The Crazy Cart XL weighs about 100 pounds, but Dude. it's got a bigger battery. It's got a bigger motor. Yeah. And what I've come I'm to find it. out is there's a full-on mod community for these things. Huh. And so adults are riding just the regular Crazy Carts. So um, what they're doing is they're 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 volting the motor. It's an electric drive system. It's 24 volts stock. Holy crap, they're expensive. $650 bucks the, for the XL? $699 for the XL. Why? Yeah, it's, well, freight, shipping, it's big. It's a big box, and it comes assembled. And it's ugly. It is ugly. But it's so much fun. So anyways, the, the crazy cart is like, I think, $350, somewhere in there? Yeah. But there's a bunch of mods that we've just kind of stumbled across that we didn't know. So, like, Grayson burned through his front tire. It's, it's a pneumatic uh, tire on the front wheel, on the drive wheel. And he skidded through it. And he blew through the metal belt, blew through the inner tube. So we ordered a replacement tire and I looked on the forums and it shows how to disassemble and reassemble. So we took took care of all of that. Yeah. And then realizing that there's this mod form, I'm looking at how to improve performance. And so one of the issues that Grayson has is it's kind of got a little bit of a, a death wobble. Like if at speed, if you let go of the steering wheel, the front end shakes. And it's because of the headset. So it, it uses a lot of, hardware from like a scooter or from a bicycle. Right,
0: so, as you would imagine.
1: Right. So the headset is, if you're thinking about a bicycle, the headset's what holds the handlebars to the fork, the front wheel. Right. So that's the headset, and that's where the bearings are and everything slides on.
0: They have an electric drift trike.
1: Yes, we have that. The the 360?
0: The, the DXT electric drift trike for $530? Uh, I don't have that one. It's I, a big one.
1: We have the 360. Oh, I don't know what that um, is. It's a, it's a lesser one, but it's, it's front wheel drive, and then the rears are casters, and it drifts. Huh. So anyways, they make a bunch of fun toys, but this whole mod scene, I didn't realize existed. So now I'm going down this rabbit hole of all these things you can do to it. And so people are showing off that they're taking the, they use like conventional like lead acid batteries, like two 12 volt batteries uh-huh. wired in a series to get a 24 volt load or 24 volt base to charge the motor. People are getting lithium ion battery packs out of hoverboards or e-bikes and throwing 36 volts at a motor that's designed to take 24 volts, so you're actually pre- uh, producing much more power. So now I'm looking at okay, what battery pack do I need to get? Grayson's like, hey, let's do this, let's do that. So I've got new uh, rear casters that we just ordered that'll help uh, with the the drift. Where do
0: you do you buy that stuff from? The
1: uh, some of them. are... What do you call it? From Razer,
0: or do you buy it from like aftermarket?
1: It's a little bit of both. So huh. Razer, like the uh, the crazy cart, there's. I want to say there's six different versions. Like, over the years, they keep refining hey, it.
0: This is max weight 140, dude. You're not supposed to be on that thing. But and I'm not calling you fat. I'm just saying.
1: I know. I'm not supposed to be on that thing. Yeah. But you, you're you looking at these videos of, of full-blown adults, like 200-pound adults, on these things. And they've got the engines, engines, motors overvolted. They've replaced the motors. they replaced the drive controllers. They're going, like, 25. So are you doing that? Are you going to make I, it more faster? We're going to make it more
0: faster, yeah. So I'm, how do you do that? Like, do you have to buy a new motor?
1: No, you, you, you want to keep the motor. It's, it's a 24-volt motor. So you right. keep the motor 24 volts. You just put a bigger battery pack on it. Um, so instead of a 24-volt battery, yeah. you throw a 36-volt battery on it. And then the, the controller um, that goes basically between the pedal and the motor, you can jump a circuit on there. To minimize the voltage cutout, because uh-huh. what that is is like a, a, a an amperage overload protection circuit. Uh-huh. But you bypass that, and you can get a full thirty amps of current directly to the motor. So you can you can haul ass. It sounds these like things. fire. It's fused, so there uh, are there are protections. But yeah. yeah, I mean you could have smoke. Right, you could burn fry something. But the thing is, is the motors aren't cheap. Or aren't cheap. They're they're not expensive. Well, how much is the battery? Like, if you did, you buy a new battery already? Have not bought a battery. I'm trying to research it because part of it, like, some of these battery mods are a little larger, so they don't yeah. fit under the, the, the shell, the stock yeah. shell. Right. And so they take them off. I'm trying to keep everything so it looks original. So I'm trying to do the research and figuring out what battery will fit in the existing footprint and do that. But batteries could be had as little as like 50 bucks a piece. And some people are taking, um, power tool batteries like your makita or dewalt drill batteries yeah and they're making little docks for it and so you take the 18 volt drill batteries you put two of them together in series that's 36 volts Uh uh-huh boom you've got your 36 volt lithium ion battery pack running your your crazy cart where do you get the adapter thingy they make them the people are 3d printing the the receptacle part yeah Yeah, the holder so you can just so you can
0: you can ask somebody you can buy one off somebody and they'll Uh show up wired and stuff
1: yeah, it's, it's fascinating, like, all huh. the mods for it. Uh, people well, it's are, the
0: same thing with, like, believe it or not, Nerf guns. Yes. There's a huge mod community for Nerf guns. Name it, and people have figured out, especially if it's got electricity involved, people have figured out how to Yeah, modify. how to make them yeah. shoot
1: faster and remove the safety yeah. and all stuff. Yeah, that I had stuff.
0: an old Nerf gun that was a battery one that I took apart and modified.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so this is really kind of fascinating. So we're just... So far, I've got the uh, a new threaded headset. Yeah. I've got a new tire already mounted, but they make a solid... Front tire. So if you want to get rid of the the pneumatic tube, uh-huh. you can go with a solid front tire because some of these guys are putting thousand watt motors with uh, forty eight volt or 60, 60 volt systems on it. Just fry the front tire. Yeah. So with a solid front tire, you don't. There's nothing to burn out. It's just, right. You can drift all you want without wearing it out. I've got new rear wheel casters, um, but now I'm looking at doing new battery. And Grayson wants to make it a little showier. Uh-huh. So we're contemplating repainting or repowder coating certain parts on it. Uh-huh. And then doing some underbody LEDs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely ridiculous. Dude, it it totally not,
1: is, but it's fun. I mean, like, what else are we doing?
0: I don't know. I didn't realize that they're not not—they're not super cheap.
1: Well, we've had the crazy car for a while. So at well, this no, point, sure, it's a I'm sunk just cost. Like, yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
0: No, I'm just saying like, oh, dude, you can buy. They have batteries. They have all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can get a multi-sport helmet. For twenty two dollars.
1: There's there's a um there's a website, if you go to taxi garagecom garage yeah. it's like a they're a motorsport shop out of Florida. Like they do like import tuner kind of stuff. But they actually have a whole division based on just customizing crazy carts. And they even have like um, Oh
0: my god, they have a whole section
1: yes did they have the- stage
0: one stage two stage you- five i gotta look at what a
1: stage is. five crazy car what's the sticker on it it's a uh
0: three thousand five hundred dollars uh-huh uh it is let's see what does it say it's a 500 watt motor with a custom ecu speed control 48 volt lithium battery it's got a new battery box a solid front tire different casters with different spacing yep uh g- they've got the front frame fork. yep Upgraded drift bar handle grip, uh, dress up hardware kit by Downstar, some underglow. Yep. Uh, custom powder coating
1: if you want it. Thirty five hundred bucks for what was a three hundred and fifty dollar toy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I and that, I'm not spending thirty five hundred bucks, but I know people, right? So I mean, if I really wanted to get it powder coated, I could do that. If I if I wanted to repaint it, I could do it myself. So I mean, there are options. But Grayson loves the crazy card. All we're looking to do is just give it a little bit more speed. Yeah. And a little bit longer life, because right now with the stock batteries, the, the two 12 volt lead acid batteries, he gets about 30 to 40 minutes of, of continuous runtime. Sure. If I can go to lithium ion, get him higher speed, but then also increase his runtime to an hour and a half, then it's it's kind of worth it, just because he gets more play time out of it rather than just stopping and having to recharge it. <laughs> <These> but
0: <laughs> speeds of 20 miles an hour for the stage three, if you want that, that one's only. 1850.
1: Yeah, but 20 miles an hour on something that sits what three inches off the ground? Yeah,
0: the the stage five they say will go over 25.
1: Oh yeah, and they just introduced a thousand watt motor. That's so, what this. No, no, this is five hundred. No, they they haven't shown the yeah the thousand watt motor. They just did a, like a pre order like on um, last week or something like that. Mm. So it, it's it's insane, and and you can do all these mods to either the crazy cart or the crazy cart XL.
0: So here's the. Oh, the XL Crazy Cart 48 volt battery, $350. Yeah. Reserve yours today. Lead times up to 15 days.
1: Yeah, cuz they have to, they basically build them to order. So it's it's fascinating that this that this shop that works on cars like 9 to 5 is doing this like on the side and after hours. Right. But it looks like a ton of fun. And these guys are going out to like uh different like trail rides and they're all just drifting and cruising along. It's just it seems kind of frivolous, but it's a bunch of adults that are taking this kids' toy in a different direction. I mean, I'm doing this for my son, quote unquote, but I kind of want to play with it too. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it's fun, and and Grayson's learning how to wrench. Yeah. And he, he took apart the uh, the crazy cart. I showed him how to disassemble the axle. He uh, disassembled the front wheel to um, remove the old tire and tube, reassemble to put it back together. So he's he's getting familiar with 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 working on his vehicles. So yeah, it's no, it's.
0: It's a fun little experience. Well, I'm not saying it's not fun. I'm just saying that, like, that's... It's
1: crazy. It's a rabbit hole. I never yeah. knew existed. No, and I here didn't it is know it
0: existed either. And now I just want to look at... Yeah, that's crazy. $3,500.
1: Could you buy a motorcycle for that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. What would you buy? There's a lot of stuff. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, you get to use bikes, and you get bikes for nothing.
1: So, yeah, so that's that's <laughs> where we're at. So I've got eBay parts coming. I've got uh, I've got some things I'm keeping an eye on. I'm just trying to figure out like, like the 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 mod community or whatever. Yeah, they're not really great at documenting or, or making a clear um, explanation on like, here's what you do first, here's why, here's what you should do second. So it's no, why would they? Right, so it's it's kind of hodgepodge. I have to read through all these threads and, and forums to kind of figure out. Okay, here's what we want to do. In terms of upgrades. I mean, obviously, like, the, the hardware parts, like, those, those are clear-cut. Like, when the part's worn, this is the better improvement part for that. So, that's that's straightforward. Yeah. But in uh, in other... Well, I so, g- okay, to
0: answer your question, uh, I think the least expensive motorcycle is, like, 3600 bucks. What's that? that like a, a pit bike or something? Like Yamaha S-Max.
1: Ooh. Like a 250?
0: Uh, I don't really know anything about it. I'm trying to pull up a... A little picky pick,
1: and that's brand new for thirty five hundred bucks.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: that's pretty impressive. That's what it says,
0: you get a BMW G three ten R for forty five forty nine hundred dollars. It's not bad at all. No, it's a three hundred thirteen single, three hundred thirteen CC single. That's a weird displacement. That's very strange.
1: <laughs> yeah, three thirteen.
0: Yeah, I don't know where I don't. I'm trying to find the yeah. Groms are pretty cheap. Those are like thirty. Yeah, Groms are right around bucks. that. Yeah, yeah that's and right. That's a little one twenty five. Yeah. Um. Damn, I'm trying to think of what's like.
1: And the Grom is, that's another rabbit hole of mods and, and fun with as well.
0: Yeah, they, that is a very much. Uh, I saw it like the other day. I saw Actually, speaking of Groms, really quick. Yeah. Uh, last Saturday, I was at Chapman Crafted for lunch and hanging out with beards and stuff with my sister and her husband and some other friends. And, anyways, uh, as we were there, while we were there, some dude on a, a Grom. Uh, tried to pull a wooly, do a dank wooly for everybody. Yeah. And he just went over backwards. Bumping, <laughs> and, uh, got hurt enough that he like limped over to the curb and was had a shoe off. I don't know if he broke something. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Pretty funny.
1: Yeah, it, it's hard to look. Oh, an cool. S-Max is a scooter. Nobody wants it. It's hard to look cool on a Grom just because of the, the size, the human to machine ratio is off. Like if you're anything of like a, of a generously sized adult, uh-huh. It's gonna look like a, a a circus bear riding a motorcycle, like it just the proportions don't work right. Because I've seen you know guys with all the you know the helmet all the all the riding gear, but then they're riding a grom. It just looks like it's a two. Th- I mean, it is a two third scale motorcycle, but they're still fun as hell. Have you ridden one? I have not ridden a grom. I've yeah. ridden a ruckus, but that's more that's of a scooter. a scooter. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's similar size. Same
0: idea. Yeah. I mean the the grom like I. Very nearly bought one when they first came out, yeah. And then I stopped and thought about it. What the hell am I going to do with this thing?
1: That's that's kind of the thing. They're they're it's kind of the idea of like a pit bike, it's a little fun throw around thing, but then you're like, what am I really going to do with this? How am I going to use this thing?
0: It, it is, I mean, basically, you're just going to look like a circus bear, yes, right? Yes, and then uh, Yamaha, no, Kawasaki, it's a Z125, it's basically Kawasaki's version, and actually, I think that's what the guy had, not a Gron because it was green. So uh-huh. That's Probably what it was. Um, there's a lot of actually really cool. Now now I'm on this rabbit hole, but like uh, <laughs> there's um, Husqvarna makes two different bikes. They make a Vitpilen and a Svartpilen. I don't know if that's pronounced right, but uh, those are really cool looking bikes too. That are pretty cheap, like five grand.
1: That's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. So after we got the uh, the Grayson's Razor cart, uh, the crazy cart, all all set up and, yeah. and the tire swapped. We had another project that we the parts showed up from eBay. I had to order a uh, potentiometer from the UK. Grayson has a racing steering wheel for his uh, Xbox. Yeah. He likes playing Forza with with the wheel. But he noticed that a couple of weeks ago, when he was driving with his, his gaming wheel, it would turn really well in one direction. Uh-huh. But when he would turn the wheel in the, in the opposite direction... The car on the screen wouldn't turn wouldn't turn and then all of a sudden it would really really turn. So we looked up the why? Uh, yeah we looked up why that was an issue right. like I, I went through the settings and see if because you can adjust you can fine-tune the sensitivity of like how quickly it turns left or right uh. any of those settings changes didn't make a difference and then uh, doing some some online sleuthing we come to find out that the steering wheel uh, action is controlled by a tiny little potentiometer. So you have this massive, almost life-size steering wheel, connected to this tiny little piece that's probably smaller than a gumdrop candy. You know, just real tiny. Yeah. And uh, the forums linked to the part number, and then they linked to an eBay uh, seller that had it. Yeah. Nobody in the U.S. had it, so I had to order it from the U.K. and it was seven bucks shipped. That's so crazy. That I yeah I had to get it all the way from the U.K. No, but-
0: not that part. Seven dollars shipped
1: yeah from the uk
0: the thing was seven bucks yes and they shipped it to you
1: yes how well because the part itself is probably like a buck 50. but how is it so cheap it's a potentiometer i mean it's 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 just a tiny tiny little thing it's like it's i want to say it was a five volt pot um anyways what a potentiometer does is it divides voltage so like a volume knob is a potentiometer right you know a fan speed knob is a potentiometer so this piece we got, and then we, we blew apart his his racing steering wheel. It's a bunch of screws and a couple of Allen heads. Pulled it apart and got the potentiometer out. And it comes with a little harness that that plugs into the circuit board. Uh-huh. So we unplugged that. And then I, I cut the wires and re-soldered the new one on, put it all back together, and it worked. Cool. Yeah, and it was kind of like, yay, you know, seven bucks. Yeah. And, so, uh, and then that- it
0: stopped working the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. No,
1: no. Yeah. It, it, it still works, and it, it worked well. But it was one of those things where you kind of... You have that sense of satisfaction. Because Grayson had gotten a couple of years of play out of the steering wheel. So even if the repair hadn't worked, and we had to buy a new wheel, it wouldn't no. have been in the end of the world. But the fact that we were able to fix it for 7 bucks was nice. Does but he I-
0: put the... Did you just put the wheel like on the table or something? Or did yeah, you have like a little seat set up?
1: We have, no, we don't have a seat set up. Cause that's the thing is like the, we call it the, the mustache room or the orange room. It's a spare bedroom that we have a sleeper sofa in. Yeah. And then a, uh, a wall mounted TV and a little entertainment center with his Xbox and all that stuff in there. So we have what they call a, I want to say it's like a, a folding secretary's desk. It's a small little mid-century um, piece of furniture where it's got a maybe a 36-inch wide tabletop, and yeah. it's got two little side leaves that drop up and down. So he clamps the wheel on the end of that, and he puts the pedals down below it. So he, oh, got it. And then it's on wheels, so he can move the whole thing out of the way. Yeah, yeah. We've looked at doing one of those, because they have that folding chair yeah, set up. Not, with the,
0: they're cheap. I mean, excuse me, not cheap. A lot of those things are really expensive. They're,
1: yeah, I think on the low end, they're maybe like 100 150 bucks. But the problem is, is even when they're folded, they take up a huge amount of space.
0: Well, it's a a racing bucket. It's a racing bucket. Jeez Louise, man! Yeah, and so tired today.
1: Granted, we're parents with kids, and so you're you're kind of expected to have some toys out of the house, you know, and Uh. and seeing stuff out. But that's just too big of a a space commitment to really dedicate to. If I ever remodel the garage Uh and get my cabinets in, and then do something of it, I wouldn't mind having a. More advanced setup in there with a with an actual racing seat and sure. pedal setup, but for what he's got now, it, it suits his needs just fine because he he can wheel it out when he needs it, put it away when he doesn't. Yeah, and it doesn't take up all that much space. But uh, I think the most surprising thing was the fact you don't realize how the steering wheel works until you take it apart. Yeah. So it's got this self centering action where if you let go of the wheel, it centers itself. It's literally a bungee cord, just a bungee cord tied around two two. Uh, fixed points inside the housing. So as you turn it to the yeah. left, it's just the bungee cords wrapping around. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's simple. That's cool. Totally simple. But yeah. <laughs> and then the amount of hot glue that was used in the assembly is also interesting. What's
0: the, what brand wheel is it? This Logitech?
1: was a, no, this was a thrust thrust master.
0: Oh yeah. I think they're all, that's the yeah. But it I means the same like idea. So this, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think this was like a $200, $250, somewhere around there. Uh, kind of, kind of wheel setup. Yeah. Some Um, of those
0: wheels are crazy expensive.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, some of them actually have, like, force feedback motors and...
0: A lot of them are... I mean, there's ones that... I don't know. You see these crazy setups that are...
1: Yeah, $1,000 sim setups. Yeah. I don't
0: I like racing games. but I don't like them that much. They never feel right. Like, there's no... There's a lot of sensation missing, so they're actually pretty difficult there's no real feedback from like the brake pedal or anything right
1: you don't get the brake pedal feedback you don't get like the g the sensation of like movement you know acceleration i think i
0: I wonder if somebody's made like a hydraulic they have those brake
1: well i don't know about the brake thing but i mean they have the whole gaming with actually got like 5g or no no, yeah Yeah,
0: yeah, but that's that's a motion simulator right Right. i'm saying like for the brake if they've figured out a way to make it feel like a hydraulic brake pedal yeah i don't know that'd be kind of cool
1: it would be kind of cool. But I think now you're seeing cars that are break by wire, you know, like EVs and stuff. There's yeah. no hydraulic braking. It's all regen. But it was, uh. it was a successful week in father son DIY repairs between his crazy cart and the steering wheel. Nice. So I, I've got his, his racing, um, hobbies covered with the, with the repairs. Yeah.
0: Is he going to, uh, has he used the wheel again?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. We, he, he took the, the drift, uh, wheel out for a spin and then, uh, I'm waiting on the, on the new headset to come in so I can replace that and the rear casters at the same time.
0: Is it hard to replace a headset on that
1: drifter, uh, drifty trike thingy? <laughs> no, it comes apart pretty conventionally. Yeah. You just have to take a screwdriver and a hammer to pound the bottom headset ring off the fork Uh to to then replace it with the new one. So it it takes a little bit of brute strength on the disassembly part. Reassembly is all straightforward. That's cool. But the big benefit is is the new headset uses uh, roller bearings. Uh And so it'll be a much smoother. uh, What is it now? I think they're just round bearings is just cheap because as I turn the wheel you can feel it like there's detents yeah as it turns and there's this play yeah and so when he's not holding the wheel yeah you can totally see the death wobble up yeah. there so it'll be nice to get rid of that huh. um yeah so that that was that was kind of the yay father and son adventure no it's exciting that's more than I've done you know what I'm gonna do
0: I'm gonna go in the garage later and I'm going to take the reflectors off of the Ducati's forks so I'll do a DIY project myself
1: how do they held on
0: just like really strong double sided, uh, like that 3M just, yeah, tape. The VHB. Yeah. And I'm just going to use a hairdryer.
1: And some dental or in some string
0: to floss it off. No, I just heat it up enough and go boop and they pop right off.
1: Are they on the sides of the fork?
0: Yep. Yeah, one on each fork. This, or one on each side of the front fork.
1: When you take them off, is there like a recessed area where they no, used no, to be? No, sit? no, no. They're, okay. just,
0: they're just a round, like a curved reflector that oh, they just glue on st- they, they put them on all the motorcycles. I take them off. Yeah. Safety third.
1: Well, I mean, really, if they—if they're I don't in- think
0: the reflector is going to help, to be honest with that's you. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, like but, as a you know, kid, law. I would do the same thing. Like right.
1: I would take the reflectors out of the spokes of my bike. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it's the same idea. Uh, but you know, the law says you got to have them.
1: Yeah, vehicle code requires a, a side reflector, and you're like, eh. yeah, which whatever.
0: Um, that's fine. It's not a big deal.
1: You own a hairdryer?
0: Yeah, for that actually, for that reason, for D badging things
1: yeah i don't have a hairdryer but i, I do have a a heat gun i didn't like,
0: have a heat gun obviously and i still don't but i i don't even know where i got this hairdryer to be honest with you it was probably like three dollars on amazon and that's why i got a hairdryer instead of a heat gun because it was three dollars and i rarely ever use a heat yeah, gun. so yeah and if i'm gonna do like shrink tube or whatever i just use a flame or i have my yeah. um my the, the, i have a, a butane
1: torch with a little heat reflector no, 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 no
0: i have a butane um soldering iron and it's got a little hole. Oh yeah. And yeah, you yeah. get some heat out of that. So, yeah. 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 So it's easier that way.
1: Nice. That'll be a fun adventure. I went to a Cars and Coffee yesterday. It will not be
0: a fun adventure. It's a five minute thing.
1: Well, you can prolong it somehow. You know, I you guess. can light candles, play some music. No,
0: none of that. <laughs> I um Yeah, I don't know, dude. So I,
1: yesterday we went to Grace and I went to Cars and Coffee again in the morning. And uh this place is still packed, huh? Still packed in the yeah. and the bike turnout is is getting pretty eclectic Just seeing the mix of bikes. Yeah. And, um there was one that was it was a I don't even remember, it was an old vintage bike. Yeah. But they converted it to an EV. Okay. It was fascinating cuz like it looked old but then you realize it wasn't correct. Uh-huh. But it I was, wonder what
0: they got the drivetrain out of.
1: I I have no idea but it looked cool. Yeah. But yeah. the thing that 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 surprised me is I'm starting to see the the Mustang Mach E.
0: I've seen a few of them actually. In the wild. Yeah, I've seen a few of them.
1: So yep. I was at In-N-Out earlier in the week uh having lunch and they had one in the drive-through line, and then at Cards and Coffee yesterday, there was somebody that had one there. And I don't know if it was no, it had paper plates on it, so it wasn't a dealership vehicle. Yeah, but yeah. It, somebody bought it and had it on display, and that actually had probably the largest or one of the largest crowds around it because they had all the doors open and people could like look in it and stuff. Huh. And it's it's an interesting vehicle. I'm starting to see like a you know. A bunch of my buddies that are in the automotive industry, like Johnny, has had a, a Mustang Mach-E. And yeah. I guess they're doing their, their press event right now. Yep. And uh, everything's embargoed. So I guess in a couple of weeks or so, we'll, we'll see what their their feedback is on the on the vehicle drive and handling and stuff like that. But seeing them in the wild is kind of interesting. I mean. Yeah, it is pretty cool. They're not a bad looking car. I think the biggest issue I think everybody has with it is the fact that they just call it a Mustang. Because it's an SUV. Well, yeah,
0: and I mean, it's styled, cued off of the Mustang a little
1: bit. The weird. taillights, I think, is really the only... Yeah, eh, the, the, It's got a little bit more than that to it.
0: A yeah, little bit. It's uh, the kind of weak. I saw one, actually, and we talked about this, I think. I, I just saw one randomly on the side of the road. Uh, they were doing... Um, marketing footage or whatever they were doing of oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah on the way down to anza borrego so that was kind of cool uh but i also saw a blue one on the freeway recently
1: that blue is a cool color i, I like that
0: blue yeah i think it's cool um but they uh I, I i couldn't get close enough to tell if it was a uh manufacturer to tag or not on it so yeah I'm not but sure. i think
1: they been they i think they went on sale last month so now at this point they're just anybody can go yeah. to the dealership if yeah. they got one you can go buy it
0: so so speaking of ford yeah. On July twentieth of two thousand and twenty. No, I'm sorry. July fourteenth
1: of twenty twenty-one.
0: Of twenty twenty, I had ordered a Bronco. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm going to cancel it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to buy it. So. So there. Yeah. What's the point, right? <laughs> and the dealer actually started asking me stuff like, "Hey, when are you going to order your car?".
1: Oh, because they give you a link to a place. Well, there's order.
0: no like. You have to. It's weird. You have to order it through the dealer, anyways, and it kind of sucks, but. um yeah, I mean, I just don't, there's no point in keeping an order for a vehicle I'm just not going to get. Yeah. Right? Because the forerunner's not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, and especially since you've kind of got to dial into where you want it right now. Yeah,
0: for, for the way it is. Yeah, so I was trying to think about how do I, I don't know how to actually cancel my uh, reservation. Because it's, you know, the so the Bronco first edition is $64,000.
1: Is that what you signed up for? Yeah.
0: Which is why, that's another reason I will not be getting that. Because you wanted to spend more? Oh, cancel your reservation. Look at that. Right Look at That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> should I do it? Maybe. I'll have to think about it.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to cancel. I don't need a 64000 uh, Should I? Well, rather? I mean, the thing
0: too, right? It's it With a first edition, I could probably sell it. You probably can, but I always... But it seems like such a hassle.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And then what if it doesn't work?
1: And what if you don't break even on it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the... That's the right. That's the issue. Just tax and all the rest of that. I mean, it's... it's,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and then as soon as you drive it off, you got depreciation. No, no depreciation on <laughs> this bad boy.
0: But you would figure, like, you know, somebody's going to want one bad enough that you could probably make 20 or 30 grand, but why? Yeah. It's, I just don't have the...
1: It's a shame you couldn't just sell your spot. You know, 500 bucks, you can take my spot.
0: Yeah, so one of my friends was thinking about buying one, and I was like, well, I have a reservation, and I can change it to whatever build I want. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, you know, what if you just take my reservation but I would have to buy it. Right. And then transfer it to him, which is stupid.
1: Would you actually have to buy it or would he just go to the dealership with you and do everything on his name?
0: Uh, it's That's a great question. I yeah, I don't yeah. know because I know it's they're not letting you um do stuff like that. Like you're not allowed to sell it, you can't transfer it. In right. fact, um, Because I mean,
1: think about it like if you were a a married couple or whatever, and so your partner Maybe you've got shitty credit, but you had enough money to put the, the deposit down to order the vehicle. But you order it. But when it comes to the financing it, it's going through your partner. So you can just say this dude's your partner and then just let him... You know, I I would think that would be a, a possibility. Yeah,
0: well, anyways, long story short, he changed his mind.
1: Oh. so He went with the
0: Prius? No, I don't know what he got. He's, he has an F-150 that I think he's just going to keep. Oh, um, yeah, There's
1: a lot of... Uh, Interesting, like trucks and SUVs, like either coming out or on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would, in terms of like EV stuff, you got okay, the Mustang Mach-E. You know, you you've got that. Yeah. You've got Rivian with with oh, their sure, products sure. coming yeah. out. You've got um, oh, what is it? The Hummer. Uh-huh. Man, whatever. Oh, yeah, I guess
0: I didn't think about that. Yeah, the Hummer is actually interesting. You, you
1: got the Bronco. Yeah. You've got the the new
0: Raptor. The Bronco sports everywhere. Yeah. There's a new Raptor.
1: Yeah, they just they they showed it what off are like they changing because it's
0: the same. Oh no, the truck's new too. That the truck, sense. yeah, okay. yeah, the F one fifty.
1: So they've got that coming, and then uh,
0: when are they bringing the baby Raptor? That's all I care about.
1: The Ranger Raptor, that yeah. one. Yeah, I don't know. They,
0: they said they're going to do it. Yeah, or at least that's what I heard. And uh, I know they're, they're doing going a, to... a Bronco version, right? That's called the Big Bigfoot. No, so nah, some know. other name. I don't know. The T Rex is out. The, yeah, or excuse me, the TRX.
1: The TRX, yeah, yeah. the Dodge or the Ram, the Ram yeah. T Rex, um, yeah. So it's just there's lots of big truck stuff. Yeah, the Grand Cherokee.
0: The I don't know anything about it.
1: Yeah, it's the Grand Cherokee.
0: Oh, <laughs> is it? It's just a new Grand Cherokee.
1: Yeah, and then it's supposed to be like the the wagoner, like the Grand Wagoneer. Like it's like a uh, basically. Oh yeah,
0: like, I saw that, but it's ugly. Yes, it is yeah, ugly. Yeah. It's very ugly. But so. I wouldn't mind an old Wagoneer. Those are cool.
1: Those are cool. From
0: the 80s. I just watched actually uh, an episode of Wheeler Dealer. And so, you know, he's like, they were in the States for a long time. Yeah. Uh, And they did an episode with a, a Wagoneer, but they painted on the fake wood and chose a really weird blue color. But other than that, it was really well done.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. They had some guy like that specializes in making wood paint or painting wood. Huh. And he's like, what kind of wood do you want? Like, do you want maple or pine <laughs> or cherry? Like, dude, I don't know. It all looks as shit the same to me.
1: Uh, I want plywood. Make it look like plywood. <laughs> yeah, Can you make it look like particle board or yeah. MDF? MDF. Yeah. I want that MDF grain. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be like, what the f-
0: I wonder if there's uh if you could get an MDF veneer. I, would, I mean, I don't think so. A sticker
1: so. that takes your hardwood and makes it look like particle board? <laughs> yeah,
0: that'd be awesome. <laughs> Medium density fiberboard Is that what MDF stands for?
1: Yeah. Look at I, that. I've used so much of that stuff in the years. Buildings. you got your arms resting on some of it. Yeah, speaker yeah.
0: boxes and stuff. Yep. The tabletop in here is a piece of MDF covered in uh, essentially speaker box carpet. Yeah. Yeah. To I absorb made, our reflections. i done made this myself. Mm-hmm. Yep. I glued it and everything.
1: You are so handy.
0: Spray glued and carried it up to the house because I did it in the garage.
1: Did you hit it with your blow dryer to make sure the glue cured? No.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. 3M spray glue. And dude, I, you know what? Actually, it was kind of hard to get this carpet. Yeah. It, it's it, such a pain in the ass. I had to go to like an actual stereo store and the guy's like, uh, what? Yeah, because it's
1: backless carpet. It stretches in all three directions. So it makes it easy to kind of wrap around panels and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah, But it was just, you know, it shouldn't be that difficult to buy.
1: Right. But they, they buy it for their own inventory purposes. They probably well, don't have a skew to...
0: Yeah, I don't remember like he was like, "What?" And I, yeah, I just need a piece about whatever big this is. And yeah. I ended up getting a bunch of it actually. So I have extra if you
1: need it. Oh, well, there you go. We yeah. could always wrap the other side. Why? Because we can. No. I don't yeah, know. No, I'd rather not. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to I got another DIY project I'm trying to do for the front yard. And it's not really DIY. This is like we did our backyard landscaping, so that the backyard's all set. Now we want to update the front yard. Yeah. And apparently the challenge that we're finding is our front yard's too small. Like, literally, we, we reached out to a contractor um, back and forth a couple of times, and then we, we had a, a PDF we put together that had, like, pictures, schematics, drawings, and kind of, like, here's what we have now. Here are some pictures of what we would like it to look like. Here are the dimensions and stuff. And they literally replied back and went, yeah, that's, that's really cool, but not worth our time.
0: Which is pretty funny because, well, I guess it's not fun. They must be. Wait, so how did you find that the company?
1: This was through Yelp. So this is oh. just, you know because we're looking at concrete, we're looking at landscaping, we're looking at some hardscape. I mean, yeah, I mean, I
0: can see how a company would be like, man, eh, it's just not quite
1: enough. I get that. Which is interesting though, but I, I guess it. I don't know what the profit margins are for a contractor, right? So even if it costs us ten grand, you know, or fifteen grand. What's that profit to them after, you know, all the materials and labor is covered? Is that only...
0: Obviously not enough to take your job.
1: Right. Right. And so that was the kind of the weirdest thing. It's like, well, how do I get somebody to do this? So we're, we're, we're still trying to figure it out because we want to yank out all of our hedges and rose bushes and stuff up front and sure. replace it with turf and, and do it just way more low-key, low-maintenance, um, and just kind of clean up the, uh, the front yard appearance. Because uh, we're one of the few houses in the neighborhood that doesn't have an actual lawn because of all the planting, but I'm tired. Everybody
0: else has lawns? or Pretty or, much. Oh, God. Yeah,
1: it. everybody else has like lawns or turf. You just don't
0: want a lawn, you want... Like, turf. Yeah. Oh, you're going to put turf in? I'm going to put turf in. So it's fake lawn.
1: Yes, but they, they, they surprisingly have come a long ways in realistic fake grass.
0: Yeah, I mean, I Sure.
1: And it's just, for me, it's it's the simplicity of it all. Because, again, the the biggest problem we've had with any of our landscaping projects has been undoing or figuring out the logic of the previous homeowner or the previous contractor that had done the work. Yeah. Like, my front yard is tiny. Like, I, I want to say it's 15 feet by 20 feet at its maximum dimensions. So, 300 square feet. In that 300 square feet, there's probably 15 plus sprinkler heads. Yeah. Yeah on like two or three different valves. And there's no rhyme or reason as to why it's that complicated. So we'd like to be able to, you know, kind of gut all of that, simplify it, throw down some some turf, add some planter beds, add a new planter under the, uh, the front window. We want to ra- do like a raised planter box. Uh, are you going to grow some vegetables? No, no. But I mean, just again, more succulents, more drought resistant, drought tolerant plants. We'll, well, make some lettuce cactus and lettuce. and lettuce yeah the devil's lettuce no
0: well, i mean you could it's <laughs> legal it's legal to do
1: i think you can do like one or two plants i don't know what the, I, I, don't I don't know what the, rule the, is. the rules yeah is
0: it the rules or the laws probably both right i don't know either of them yeah uh galpin by the way just real quick since we were talking about cars coming out um the id4 they're gonna do a test the volkswagen. yeah the yeah. volkswagen id4 on thursday march 11th you can sign My, up from mm-hmm. 6 30 to 8 p.m to go to Galpin, Galpin in North Hills, California.
1: My favorite little tidbit on the on the ID four is you know how most cars when you when you put them into accessory mode. So you, you don't start the car, but it's just everything's on. The gauge cluster, all the the warning lights light up, uh huh, you know, and then you start the car and those lights yeah. go away. On the ID four, it's an entirely electric vehicle. There is a check engine indicator on that vehicle, even though there's no engine.
0: Well, okay, but I guess it it does kind of make sense in that that's what people are used to checking. Or I know, used to seeing. <laughs> but yeah, well, it has a motor. I mean,
1: but it's literally that the standard ISO engine side view with a little air cleaner. Yeah, but on the what top. would you change? You would have to.
0: You'd have to also train people to know.
1: Yeah. Right. But it just seems kind of funny that the don't car. All, but I, I would I would guess they all have that. I don't know if Tesla does. Oh mm-hmm. no. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Google Tesla check engine light.
0: <laughs> I'm actually looking at exactly. <laughs> does Tesla have a check engine light? No, it does. No, it does have what that is. What do does it show? Uh, well, so what's weird about that light? That's actually for, um, uh, it's like a service. No, it's not. It's a, um, it isn't that a, that's an emissions indicator is what that is. If there's a problem with your emissions, right? So really? Yeah. That's what I thought it was for. I don't know. But I don't know what the... uh, Yeah, I don't know if it has it. Yeah, because, again, the ID
1: four. it's kind of the same thing. A lot of motoring journalists are getting access to the vehicle right now, and they're collecting their their ride and drive opinions on the vehicle. And some of them have been posting pictures of them. And one of the guys I follow online posted a picture of of the gauge cluster, with all the the lamps illuminated, but the one that struck me as the funniest was the check engine indicator.
0: Yeah, uh, they have um, what the hell is that? I'm trying to remember. It's like an exclamation point that comes on.
1: Oh, the the triangle.
0: Yeah yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. They have that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the same thing my BMW has. Well, I could guess the BMW has a check engine light. has got an engine. Which BMW are we talking about? For the bike.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
0: that would make sense. Well, I don't know. I've never seen it.
1: Yeah,
0: but the, I see the exclamation point all the time. Do you? Yeah. So uh, it checks the ABS and um, oh, every
1: time you start it up.
0: Yeah, ABS and tire pressure monitor every time.
1: Uh-huh. But it's
0: weird. The tire pressure monitor on that bike is
1: indirect or direct? Uh, what do you I mean? Is are there actual TPMS sensors oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, wheel?
0: Yeah, it has real sensors. But what's weird about it is the way. BMW, fucking Germans, man. They <laughs> decided that it would be a temperature-corrected system, so it, it interprets the tire pressure to, like, 64 degrees ambient or something. Oh. Yeah, it does this really weird. So you look at it, and it's like, oh, your tires are 34 PSI. I'm like, well, no, they're not. I just put 37 or whatever Yeah, it yeah. Is there. I but think they're I run it, like, 39, um, something like that.
1: You run them harder for less rolling resistance from better fuel economy or no just... i think
0: the i think the actual pressure on that supposed to be 41 oh, okay okay By run like 39 41 somewhere in there um especially i think two up is 41 okay and i've ridden two up yeah well, there you go. i mean i have i'm not doing that anymore <laughs> <laughs> weird i don't know oh. yeah whatever um so so it's uh yeah, it's a weird system though. I don't get why they do that. And then the Ducati. So I, I do have a screen though, like an information display uh, that actually runs through the GPS. And so I can see all the, it's pretty cool. I can see current tire pressures, what it's actually reading. You can see the um, like fuel economy and range and all this other stuff. Max speed. Uh, Fancy. <laughs> maximum speed on the bike is apparently 222 miles an hour. I don't know. There was some glitch, and it says I've gone 222 miles an hour. It's pretty funny.
1: We put it on a dyno. Put the rear wheel up in the no, air. I have
0: no idea. I literally have no clue how that happened. Interesting. Yeah, it happened on my trip, my big trip. And yeah. Then, yeah. Um,
1: maybe when you laid it down, it just shook
0: something loose. Yeah, maybe. And then um, on the oh, that's a good point. Maybe
1: no, because it's GPS. Yeah. Hey.
0: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense.
1: Maybe crossing some dateline thing trigger.
0: Yeah, maybe. But the uh, like the Ducati doesn't. It has tire pressure sensors, right? But it does not display the actual tire pressure.
1: It just gives you an idiot light when it goes low. Yeah, which I haven't seen that either. Which is good. There you go. Knock on wood.
0: Yeah, that bike uh, definitely likes gas stations. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: What kind of fuel efficiency are you getting?
0: Oh, it's probably really good, but the tank's much smaller than the BMW, so. What do you think probably you in, like, 30s, 40s? 40s? Okay. Yeah, I would guess, 45. I think, I think the BMW, I pretty consistently get, like, 43-ish, and I ride pretty heavy-handed.
1: And what's it got, like, a four-gallon tank?
0: The BMW? Yeah. Uh, no, the BMW is, like, uh, almost 10. Oh, shit. Or it's eight-something. It's a big tank. Yeah, it's huge.
1: It seems like hundreds of
0: miles. Yeah, yeah it's got a oh, wow. range of three-something, I think.
1: Does it give you like that whole trip computer like thing when you start it up and tells you you filled it up? This is what your. Yeah, I can look at remaining range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I can look at all that stuff. And then the. uh, I think the Ducati's only. It's a few gallons, three gallons maybe. Interesting. Yeah, actually, it is. um, It's huge, dude. The BMW is a massive tank.
1: I didn't realize it was so big. Because usually when you look at motorcycles, you don't think that they carry that much fuel. I mean, I worked at a gas station when I was in high school and I would never see anybody put more than like 10 bucks worth of fuel in, you know? It's just.
0: Uh, I guess it's 20 liters, so I guess it's not as big as I thought it was. It's probably just over five gallons. Which is huge,
1: actually. Big size, yeah. Comparatively
0: speaking. Yeah. um, Because most people... um, What do you call that? Most people...
1: Why? Because I always... That
0: that thought just stopped. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, because I always assumed that motorcycles would have
1: like roughly three gallons. Like that's always what I kind of figured.
0: That's how most of them are, but this is a big adventure bike. So it's the big tank on the bike and they're, you know, um, it's 20 liters apparently with like a, there's a reserve, I suppose. There's got to be a reserve. It's not a switchable reserve, but I'm sure there's a reserve on there. And it's a, I mean, that's massive, right? And what's crazy about that too, five gallons times eight pounds or whatever that works out to be.
1: Yeah, that's a decent amount of weight. It's a lot of weight I'm high on the bike. Yeah.
0: Um, but I, I've never had it. I've never thought it was a problem, right? A lot of people think, oh, it's you know, it's too uh,
1: top heavy, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: too top heavy. But no. Oh, okay. So mine, actually, I lied to you. Uh, again, is thirty liters, which is seven point nine three gallons. There you go. That's I was looking at the right, the wrong year. Plus a, a gallon of reserve.
1: Wow, that um, is pretty hefty. Mm-hmm.
0: Does it require ninety two? No, that thing will run on anything. anything? I put I put ninety one in it. Um, it'll pretty much run on. I'm mean, like Alaska. There was no choice. You got what you got. Yeah. Uh, there's a map that you can do that. It'll it'll literally make it run on anything. Um, but I didn't do that, and it was fine. E eighty five. I don't think you can do that. No, because it's just not built for it. But the rest of it's fine. Like any, it just crap fuel quality when you go right. Right. You know, in the middle of nowhere. Like that. Yeah. Um, no, the Ducati though definitely, and I've I've. Dude, the other day I went to, or a few weeks ago, I went to meet Ruben to go ride yeah. and totally spaced and put 87 in it.
1: Does Do you notice any difference, like throttle response or anything, or is it just... No,
0: I, did, I didn't, but it was only half a tank. So yeah, so it mixed in with whatever else. Yeah. And then the the Ducati gets... Uh, oh, dude.
1: That thing, that, that's, I, the one thing that always surprised me is how few people notice, like when you go to the gas station yeah. and you pump 87, it's actually just mixing... Or when you pump eighty nine, it's mixing eighty seven and ninety one together.
0: Is it really? Yeah,
1: yeah. So when you when you see the the, the wait, truck pull wait, up. Are you for sure? Positive. Really? When the truck comes up and is dumping fuel into the underground tanks, yeah. it's delivering eighty seven and ninety one octane. The eighty nine, that button you push, it's literally drawing fuel out of both tanks and mixing it and giving you the in between. I did not know that. Mm-hmm.
0: Not that I have ever have an occasion to use 89.
1: Yeah, I don't know why you would either, but no. that's what it's doing. I did not know that. You I know. just
0: always assumed that it would be more complicated than that. Yeah. Uh, no, the so uh, last weekend, maybe it was something like that. I went to ride uh, Ortega on the BMW and dude, totally biffed and spilled fuel all over the side of the bike. and I was so bummed.
1: Is it? Do you have to manually like fill it because otherwise it just clicks off?
0: No, so the the BMW, it's the fill neck's long enough I can shove the thing, like just like a car, yeah. and it'll do its own thing. Okay. Um, the only thing I do is I stand it up because the, the tank is sort of like a saddle shape. Right. Um, and it, I'll pull the bike upright while I fuel it, and that way it gets Doesn't, the yeah. most yeah. amount of fuel. So you're not fuel. leaning it over, right. Yeah, the Ducati I have to pull back on the nozzle. Yeah. Uh, and to just be really careful.
1: So, so when you, you spill. when you spilled, what'd you do? Do you... Grab the uh, the uh, I grabbed
0: the squeegee, yeah. The windshield yeah, wiper I squeegee, I did grab the yeah. windshield wiper squeegee. So, <laughs> if you use that after I used it, I'm sorry, but yeah. I, that and that that actually is the most, we'll say, wash that that bike has gotten in years. Oh, well, there you go. So, when I first the patina yesterday, by the way, uh, now I have things to talk about apparently. Yesterday was my four year anniversary to the day of moving back to California. Um, You've only been in California for four years. Yeah, isn't that crazy?
1: I thought I knew you for longer than that.
0: Well, from Oregon, I've been yeah. in California much longer than that. I was in t- Oregon for two years, so yeah, yeah four years. Okay. Anyways, um, but so I um, I uh, I thought that was pretty interesting, and I was thinking about it when I first got back. I had the BMW serviced, and they had I actually paid them to detail it.
1: <laughs> so that's the last that's time That's the last been time detail, was four years Yeah, yeah,
0: four years That's Poor crazy bike. And uh, what was, St. Patrick's Day is coming up, right? In like a week or two, something like that
1: Yep, time for some corned beef tacos
0: Well, St. Patrick's Day well, Corned beef tacos, where are you getting those? Are you making them? Oh yeah Oh, okay uh, Anyway, St. Patrick's Day will it's be There's a local
1: uh, sports bar that does them too But Got it
0: It's uh, my anniversary with that bike
1: Oh, St. Patrick's Day? Mm-hmm. I oh, took wow. it
0: home on St. Patrick's Day one year oh, And that's it kinda... is a 2000 and I think it's two thousand sixteen. So this would be year five. I think I've had that thing. Nice. Yeah, thirty thousand miles in five years. But it's funny because that's not a huge amount of mileage, right? Necessarily, but for or a
1: bike, that's that's a fair amount.
0: Well, but it's also I put either nothing on it or I put everything ten thousand at a time. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it's been fun.
1: Yeah. So last week you spilled fuel all over your your bike. Last weekend I bought a random dude on a street corner a beer, which is the same thing. Well, in terms of randomness, yes, yeah. and they both involved gas stations. Right, that's true. Because he was standing on the corner with one of those like uh, full service gas stations with a convenience store and everything. Yeah, he was holding a sign that says, "I suck at fantasy football. Buy me a beer." And you did. And or no, it says, "I need a beer." And he oh, was outside in spandex bicycle shorts, topless, sunglasses, holding the sign, and. We drove past and then I asked Grace, I'm like, should we buy the guy a beer? And he's like, yes. So we we doubled back and came back. And when we got back, we go into the convenience store. We buy him a a 40 of Modelo and come out. All of his fantasy football buddies had folding chairs propped up on the lawn. Yes. And they had a huge pile of beer. Like, I don't know how long they were out there for, but enough people like <laughs> like us stopped Oh just kept buying beers. And kept uh, buying beer for the guy. Yeah. And so we, we asked him, like, so what was this? Did you lose a bet? And he's like, Oh no, I came in last place yeah. in the fantasy football league and this was my uh my punishment.
0: So all the more reason not to play fantasy football.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've only played it I think one or two years. I have zero interest. It's it's like uh I don't know how to describe it. It, it if you're not a f- sports fan, it does make you kind of more interested in, in things because you're you're following up on certain players to see how many points they sure. scored and stuff. But I didn't care enough to really to really put any effort into like making trades or plays and just like all right well. I, get, I get every
0: every year or two somebody asks me to play fantasy hockey and I'm like, that is way too complicated.
1: Yeah. I football I'm okay with just because there's not that many games. Yeah. Right, but with yep. hockey, baseball, there's just too many games going on to keep track of everything. Right. But it, it is interesting to see how many different fantasy sports. I mean, there's fantasy like F1, NASCAR. Like, you can pick any sort of sport. I don't, although, I don't know if there's fantasy golf, but I'm sure there probably is. But oh, anyway, so
0: there's fantasy NASCAR. There's probably fantasy putt-putt.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, this guy sucked at fantasy football, had to stand on the street corner for a couple hours holding the sign, wearing nothing but bicycle shorts. Yeah. And he probably walked away with, I don't know 100 bucks plus worth of beer. That's kind of that's cool. I yeah guess. and I, I think the greatest part of it was the fact that all of his buddies were sharing in his misery yeah by sitting there watching him yeah. and uh, and cheering him on. but uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that was kind of fun. I, d- I had to explain to Grayson why why this was going down because I don't think he understands what fantasy sports are all about, but he thought it was funny. Yeah, no, that's pretty funny
0: the uh yeah I don't know. The punishment good for me.
1: <laughs> what on earth is it? i hear that little music but i don't know what the hell it is yeah
0: i don't know what it is either i just took my headphones off to see if i can hear it but no i don't i, I, I don't the, hear it when the headphones are I off i think
1: the mics are so sensitive they're picking up on stuff that like humans can't hear otherwise maybe
0: it's kind of weird it is kind of i mean weird. it's it's cool yeah I guess it's cool i have no idea you can hear my thoughts I, that, is that what that is? That's your—you've got strange music in your thoughts.
1: You don't have walking music when you walk down the street. You just have a little like jingle playing in your head. No, oh. I don't have theme music. You don't have theme music? No, I don't think so. Oh.
0: <laughs> no, I, I definitely don't. Oh man, that would be that would be pretty interesting if you had a soundtrack. It's like, like the Bee Gees. No, it definitely me. wouldn't be the Bee- I do not like the Bee Gees much. I'm not a fan.
1: That documentary that I watched—I mean, we talked about it already—but it, yeah. it was it opened. It it I I learned things that I didn't expect to learn, and I I realized that they were actually really talented musicians. Oh that, sure, outside of the, just the disco era, yeah. but um, yeah. I mean,
0: I just I don't I should say I don't hate them. I just don't. Well, I mean, I don't really hate anything. I just don't. You know, it wouldn't be my preference. Right. Like if right. somebody's like, hey, put on a song. I'm not throwing Staying Alive on. Those are the Bee Gees, right? Yeah, that Staying was yes. And I get the Bee Gees and ABBA confused. Which one was ABBA?
1: They're Swedish.
0: But okay, but they're like similar music, right?
1: Dancing Queen was Abby or Abby, Abba, Abba. and Staying Alive was Bee Gees. So it's disco. all that same disco era. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: For my money, though, I will put on a good old a little Gloria Gaynor.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stay I alive? will survive. Yeah. Or I will survive. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I do. I quite like that song. Oh. A lot of good covers of that song, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I know the Cake cover. Cake did one, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think Me First and the Gimme gimmies have done it. Yep. Yep. A lot of of folks. A lot of folks (sighs) covering that popular little tune.
1: Yes, yes. A
0: little ditty, if you will.
1: Ooh, a ditty. Jack and Diane. Oh, that's a a good song, too. Did I send you that that Instagram clip where the guy is singing John Mellencamp's Jack and Diane, but all he's saying is Sucking on a Chili Dog? No. Over (laughs) Oh, I
0: think you did, but I don't think I listened. So... A lot of times I get people send me stuff all the time and half the time I forget to turn the sound on. And I'm like, what am I? Why am I watching this? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not the brightest, apparently.
1: Well, I'm fascinated because my wife sends me stuff and I know she's watching it because she, she'll she laugh and then she'll send it to me. Yeah. But she's watching it without sound. And then when she sends it to me, I can't play it without sound. So as soon as I play it, I'm hearing the audio. So I'm like, how are you watching it silent? But I can't. Anyways. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe she's got maybe she got headphones in. Or she's just got the volume on her phones turned all the way down.
0: Oh, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's just barely audible. Maybe. Allegedly. Maybe. Allegedly. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe we should end this. Should we? <laughs> My ass is falling asleep. Hey, that's weird. It is. These chairs, for some reason, are seeming extra uncomfortable today. Yeah, they're not the best. No.
0: But that's all right. All right, sir. Well, you know. I'm would... going
1: to go sit in something padded. You're like a car seat? Maybe. Your lap? I don't know. Just anything about <laughs> this chair. <laughs> the couch? All right. Yeah. Well, enjoy.
0: All right, sir. Goodbye. Later. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.